This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Welcome to Engadget Tomorrow. I'm Imran Sheikh, and this is where you get to hear about tomorrow today. Today we're talking about the surprising role of a bug's life and death in robots. The human hand is a marvel of evolutionary development, offering 27 degrees of freedom and unrivaled touch sensitivity. These aspects make our hands, well, handy, but they also make them an absolute nightmare to recreate robotically. That's why one team of researchers has abandoned human-derived grip design in favor of wood lice. In other words, they gave robots roly-polies for hands. Yeah, sure, it's weird, but it's not the first instance of robot bug hands. Let's not forget the team of researchers at Rice University in 2022 who used dead spiders to create literal claw machines. And yes, we know spiders aren't technically bugs, they're arachnids. Calm down. Either way, these Rice University researchers used desiccated and reinflated tarantula corpses for robot hands, and those were a really novel proof of concept because they leveraged the natural mechanisms spiders use for locomotion, specifically that their limbs move through a combination of fluid pressure and flexor muscles, rather than the antagonistic pairs that mammals have, though the system was really only only good for as long as the corpses held together, which is equally fascinating and gross. So, this new system using wood lice is designed by Dr. Josephine Gallopon and her team at Japan's Tohoku University and builds on the earlier work with necrobotic spiders. But the key difference is this new iteration relies on bugs that are still alive. Gallopon pointed out this key and groundbreaking difference in the paper, Biological Organisms as End Effectors, saying, to our knowledge, there is no prior example of whole living living organisms being used as end effectors for robotic arms. The team relies on both captured live woodlice, aka roly-polies, and captive chitons, small marine mollusks, to temporarily serve as a robot's hands. They first 3D printed tiny seats for the animals to sit on at the end of the robot's manipulator arm, then set the woodlice and chitons to task, picking up tufts of cotton and submerged cork. The results were about as promising as one could really hope for. The woodlice futzed around with the cotton for about two minutes before losing interest, while the chitons grabbed hold of their prizes and had to be actively separated from them. Still, the fact that the chitin got a grip at all was promising given existing difficulties in using suction cups and similar mechanical methods underwater. 
But of course, much more work needs to be completed before these early concepts can even potentially be adapted into functional and efficient robotics systems. The team's work also raises some interesting ethical questions about the test animals' welfare, such as whether they are being forced to perform against their will and how such motivations are delivered. Galpon told new scientists, especially for sentient animals, we would like to establish a kind of mutual interaction with a cooperative relationship. It's a little bit different from domestication, but just a cooperation where the animal can then go about its day. To be fair, the potential woodlice robot cooperative relationship is certainly less invasive than the student created robot death machine for spotted lanternflies. Yes, students created an invasive species killing machine that combines an electric tractor, a mechanical arm, and cameras to seek out and destroy the eggs of spotted lanternflies. Sure, the spotted lanternfly may look innocent, but these ravenous creatures have been known to decimate crops, causing more than $500 million in damages to various fruit trees since being accidentally introduced to this country nearly a decade ago. The big idea right now is to introduce several species of wasps into the mid-Atlantic ecosystem to hunt and eat the lanternflies, but students at Carnegie Mellon University's Robotics Institute had another idea. They developed an alternative plan in the form of a robot death machine. It's called Tartan Pest and uses a combination of technologies and components to autonomously hunt down and destroy lanternfly egg masses. It starts with an electric tractor for movement and a suite of cameras for seeing where to go and, of course, to continuously hunt for lanternfly eggs. These egg masses can contain up to 50 lanternfly eggs. Once it finds a mass on a tree, rock, or even a rust metal surface, a robot arm with a spinning brush attachment goes in for the kill, scrubbing the eggs away like a deftly cleaning attachment. Carolyn Alex, an undergraduate researcher on the Tartan Pest team, said, Currently, spotted lanternflies are concentrated in the eastern portion of the nation, but they are predicted to spread to the whole country. By investing in this issue now, we will be saving higher costs in the future. There's some deep learning algorithms at work here trained using a large image data set to locate the egg masses. The robot does work autonomously but requires a human on hand to troubleshoot if anything comes up. So it's probably not the most efficient way to eradicate spotted lantern flies, but still, it's pretty darn cool and everybody loves a good killer robot. This is just a prototype design for now, designed as part of a 2023 farm robotics challenge. So, if lanternflies are getting you down, you have a while to wait before you can unleash an army of killer robots, but stay patient. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Andrew Tarantola and Lawrence Bonk and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Imran Sheikh and we'll talk more tomorrow.
Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.